Christian maturity, Christian maturity, from St. James' perspective, James chapter 3 from verse 1 down to 10. We must understand deeply that the father seeks his children to grow in maturity. Your maturity is Christ's maturity in you, which is the purpose of God and the will of God for each and every one of us. If God comes to you now, what is he looking for? Is to see to the what level has Christ matured in you. So when he said, let your light so shine that men may see it and glorify your Father in heaven, what he was asking you is grow maturely in the spirit of Christ. Where Christ, the Lordship of Christ, takes over your mental life, your emotional life, and even your bodily life. You become a replica of Christ. Physically, you may bear your name, but intrinsically, substantially, it is Christ that lives in you. He has now taken, he has become the governor of your mouth, the governor of your heart, the governor of your soul, and the governor of your spirit. Why are many Christians suffering brutality when it comes to the onslaught of Satan? It's because they have perpetually refused to grow. And so they are vulnerable. Just like a baby, a child. Every child you see is so tender, it's vulnerable to anything. Common cold can squeeze the child. Praise the Lord. We must understand this. It's a demand of the Spirit. We think that prayer solves everything. I was afraid about it, and my God will do it. No. No. It's a fallacy. It's a lie from the devil. And many Christians have bought it. And you see them year in, year out, they still remain the same. They don't take the project of their Christian growth very seriously. And James came into this reading, challenging the Christians. Let not many of you become teachers, my brethren. For you know that we, are, that we who teach shall be judged with greater strictness. For we all make many mistakes. And he says, and if anyone makes a, no mistake in what he says, he is a perfect man. You see, as far as James is concerned, your Christian maturity and perfection comes with the way you speak. Because what you say is the substance of your soul. Try it with your phone. Hmm? Decide one day from 6 a.m. Put your phone on record. Make sure you're conscious. Hold your phone all the way till 6 p.m. Let it record all the things you'll be saying anywhere you're going. Then come back. One day, sit down and just listen to the things we are saying. As a matter of fact, the best way to get it is if you can record all you have said throughout the week. You'll be shocked the kind of things that come out of you. Jesus said, by your words shall you be justified. By your words shall you be judged. It's the law of the Spirit. Are you aware that many Christians don't mind what they say and how they say it? 
Many don't care. Whatever strikes their mind, they just say it. They say, I need to express myself. No! Because what you say has great implication in your life. Jesus said, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. One of the ways in the past, I used to be someone who is very, um, has a tendency to get depressed. I'm a little bit melancholy. Any small thing can discourage me. And I will just be on my own. Okay. And uh, I began to pray about it, asking God, please, I want my heart to be full of joy. I want my heart to be full of peace all the time. Even when I meet opposition and things don't work out the way I want, the way I desire. Oh Lord, may you still give me peace and joy in that situation. I started praying about it. It's basically the first five years of my priesthood because I worked in a very terrible you know, mission land. Okay? And Lord said, watch what you say. For what poisons the water of your soul is the words that you utter from your mouth. It took me two months to understand that language. It took me two months to understand what the Lord said. I said, but what am I saying? What am I saying? I'm saying good things now. Do I insult? Do I... So as time went on, the Lord began to tell me, you have to speak things that are consistent with the Spirit of Christ you have received. When you say things that are not consistent with the Spirit, you are killing yourself. The Bible says a house, a house divided against itself cannot stand. So it's not for me that the Lord began to show me things about St. James. And I studied this. And it was from this I discovered that you have to have a wisdom of the righteous, the wisdom of God's people, who don't say things anyhow. Hmm, my life is finished too, I'm telling you. Hi, can you see? I don't know, I nearly died. How do you know that you nearly died? Did you see that? Those casual words, they go back and they soil your, 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 your river, the river of your soul. And tomorrow it will generate depression, it will generate all kinds of things, even sickness. And that's why there are a few passages in scripture where the Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. He's not, conf- he's not denying the fact that he's weak, but he's confessing the strength of God in him. When David was running from, from Saul, he said, the Lord is my light and my help, whom shall I fear? But he was running away. He was confessing the presence of God in his heart. And James is saying, anyone who is able to sustain this dimension of Christian life, that person is a perfect man. What do you say about yourself every day? What do you say about your circumstances every day? Things are not working out, then you start saying, hi, oh, I don't know. You start worrying, as you're worrying, you are saying them out. You don't know. Those things you are saying will come back. The Bible says when the sky is full of rain, it will empty itself. But for Vin, does it mean we should not express ourselves again? When things are not well, we say it now. Eh? When things are well, we say it. That's a calmer mind. That's the man that is a slave to the devil. It means the devil can use you anytime. Look at Peter. The Holy Spirit used him in one instant. In all this time, the devil also used him. And Jesus said, Satan, get behind me. Where did the Satan come from? 
just the words he said, he knew that the voice behind this saying was the devil. How many times we say things we think is normal and human, but actually expressing the view and the words of Satan. So as one grows in the Lord, gradually discipline in what you say comes in. It is even the Holy Spirit that will begin to you know, uh, breathe your tongue. There are things you say, you will pierce your soul. You will be so, you feel so bad that you repent of it. You repent of it. You don't say anything the way it is. You say what God says. That's why it's very important for you to know the word of God. Finally, go and look at uh, the man called Zachariah. You know Zachariah in the Bible? The father of John the Baptist. When the angel told him about him having a son, because he's a priest and he has been serving the sanctuary for years, the Bible says he got frustrated. So on this particular day that he was to offer his own sacrifice, the angel appeared to him and said, Now you are going to have a son. He said, Is you now you are coming? After how many years? <laughs> and began to say things that were not consistent with the mind of God and the will of God for his life. And then and then an angel challenged him. I said, do you know who I am? I am Gabriel, and I stand in the presence of God. Because you have violated the law of the spirit of righteousness of the tongue, you shall not speak again until this thing comes to pass. What was he saying? Complaining worries. You see, now you are coming because I'm old. My wife is old. You are coming to tell me that I'm going to have a son. What a shame. What a disgrace. But for us, it's normal. Now, go and watch. What he said from the very day he started speaking. That's the benedictus we sing. Bless the Lord, the God of Israel. Go and watch all he said. He now begins to speak the language of the word of God. So, that was when the Lord used to conclude my teaching in the area of training your tongue. Your Christian maturity has to come where you, you tame your tongue. Don't just say things the way they are. Say things in consonant with the truth of God's word. Don't allow your soul and your mouth to be a channel through which the devil pours out all kinds of things and soils your well of living water. When we grow in that dimension, we can contain a lot that enters our world. And the more we speak the things, the truth of the word of God, the more we can see that the atmosphere around us will always remain serene, peaceful, and joyful. We pray that as the Lord has cautioned us today through St. James' writing, may we take it up as a project. Every day, I will not say things that are consistent with God. I want to say them, repent immediately, so I can conserve your peace in a world that is so troubled. You can have the joy of the Lord in a world that is so troubled with all manner of things. The atmosphere is not conducive. The air around is violent. The air around is, is cursed. Everything is going upside down. How can you sustain peace in a troubled world? By controlling what you say and sustaining the well of living water inside your heart. May God bless us now. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.